You're listening to the Boozeworks Podcast. This podcast is a service of Boozeworks Consulting, a full-service craft alcohol consulting firm. And now the host of the Boozeworks Podcast, Devin Mills. All right, welcome into the Boozeworks Podcast. I'm your host, Devin Mills, and this is episode number one. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about thumpers or doublers, uh, and the main reason is uh, this season on the TV show Whiskey Business, I spent a ton of time working with thumpers. Uh, a lot more guys out there are using them than I thought, and so I want to talk a little bit about how they work and what to look for for your thumper. Uh, for you guys who aren't using one, uh, a lot of the stuff still applies, basically going to uh, plates in your column still. At the end of the day, whether you're in a thumper or whether you're in a plate, the idea is forced reflux. So we're basically taking a vapor of ethanol and water and bubbling it through a layer of water. Uh, in the thumper, it's a much bigger layer than what we see in the bubble caps. Um, but then again, it doesn't really matter. A lot of the, the science behind it is the same. Uh, kind of where it differs, though, is we get to choose what our charge is uh, when we're looking at a thumper. On a thumper, we actually get to add that liquid in there and kind of run our booze through it. On a plate, just whatever was ahead of you, basically, is what ends up being the liquid on that plate. Really doesn't make a huge difference, but, you know, in terms of the science, at least. All right, so to go through it again, how do they actually work? Uh, we're going to start off today, and our example is mainly going to be about a 500-gallon still. Uh, we're going to have a 10% wash charge in that still. For today, and to make my life easy, we're just assuming nothing happens in that still. It's a simple pot still that is incredibly well insulated, so we don't lose any energy to the copper or to the room around us. We're not getting any additional reflux in that head. It's going to run right over to our thumper. Uh, in this case, our thumper is going to be charged with a 10% alcohol, our wash, uh, and we're going to start off with a 50-gallon charge because it makes the math real easy. So basically what we're trying to do uh, is our 10% wash in the still is going to boil at 201. That same wash over in the thumper, also going to boil at 201. Uh, before we get to the boiling point, basically what's going on is that we are sitting here and we're collecting energy and some amount of volatile chemicals are coming off, but we don't really hit that peak uh, until we get to the boiling point. And then vapor just starts letting loose. As it lets loose, the most volatile chemicals go first. So basically, if we have 10% wash, we're actually going to be creating about 49% ABV vapor. Now, because of that, the alcohol in our wash decreases, which actually ends up increasing the boiling point. Uh, you can see this on your still. It'll kick off about 173. Uh, we'll start getting the very beginnings of our heads and our most volatile chemicals coming off. Slowly, it'll increase over time. You'll get to a point, typically that boiling point of, of your wash, about 200, and then it's going to hold flat. Meanwhile, the amount of alcohol in that wash is going to decline, uh, and slowly over time, then we'll start seeing a shift in the curve. And all of a sudden, we're going to start seeing the boiling point, the vapor temperature increase again. Uh, in this case, we're going to run our still at about 20% of the power we use to heat it up. And so what that's going to do is it's going to give us about 63 pounds an hour of water and about 60 pounds of ethanol. We're going to be putting in about 85,000 BTUs an hour. Those are all really important numbers because basically what we're doing is we're taking that water, we're taking that ethanol, and we're taking that energy, and we're dumping it into our thumper that's going to change what's going on in our thumper, and it's what allows it, that doubler or thumper to work. So basically what happens is over that first half an hour, so we've already gone through heat up on the still. Vapor's coming off, we're at 201. That vapor travels over, goes into our thumper. We break it into a billion little bubbles that bubble up through our liquid, and basically, initially, those bubbles just collapse. They turn back into liquid, 
and we're dumping that heat into the, the thump room. So we start off at, you know, let's say room temperature, 70 degrees. Over time, that thumper is going to heat up. And eventually, when it gets to 201, we're actually going to be able to start putting vapor off that. And that's when we're really going to see the parrot start running. Running at 8,500 BTUs, it's going to take about 40 minutes of putting 100% of that energy into the thumper to actually get it to go. We'll hear it bubbling, mainly because you're actually forcing bubbles into that liquid. And that's where that name thumper comes from, is hearing that kind of boom, boom, boom as those bubbles are pushing their way into the liquid. So what's actually going on in the thumper? Like I said, we're dumping all this water in there. We're dumping ethanol in there. In this case, we started off with about 10% alcohol, but we're moving over 49% alcohol. So what we're going to see is the ethanol content of that thumper increase. Generally speaking, in the time that it takes us to get to the point where we are actually boiling and moving a large quantity of vapor out of that thumper, uh, we're going to actually drive it all the way up to about 17% ABV. So we started at 10%. We're going up to 17%. We're also going to increase the total volume. We're going to go from 50 gallons to 59 gallons. So about a 20% increase in volume, and we're seeing about a 7% increase, almost a doubling uh, in the amount of alcohol that's in there. So now we've gonna we've changed the boiling point of that thumper. We've moved it down from 201 to about 195 degrees, and now the vapor that comes off of that is going to be about 63% alcohol. So we've gone from 49% alcohol in to about 63% alcohol, and this is where the name doubler comes from. We're doubling-ish the amount of alcohol you get out. Now, what does all this really mean to you? The thing I like about a thumper is that it allows you to control this reflux. Uh, you can control it by how much alcohol you put in there. You also, because it is just a simple distillation inside the thumper, uh, it allows you to move flavor through. So when you charge that thumper with wash, you're actually able to get more of that grain flavor into your final whiskey. Uh, if you're making fruit brandies, charging it with fruit juice gets a lot more of that fresh fruit flavor into your final product than you would get if you distilled it and, say, gone through uh, a two-plate column roughly to replicate that thumper. You're also going to see, in the case of Caribbean rums, we're charging that thumper with faints. Uh, that's going to be a higher percent alcohol than wash. Uh, second hearts is a, another commonly used charge. When we do this, we're going to pass along some of that good flavor from the hearts, uh, as well as a lot more alcohol. When we charge the thumper with more alcohol, what that ends up doing is it allows us to go back and actually get even more alcohol out of the thumper. So let's start kind of walking through some of these scenarios and get an idea for what it's really going to do. So let's say we've got a brandy. We're running 10% alcohol brandy so we can stick with the initial numbers we created. And in this case, we're just going to put fruit juice in that thumper. Uh, the idea is we're doing, let's say, apple, and we want to make sure that we get a little bit of extra apple flavor uh, in that final product. So we're going to charge our thumper with just straight apple juice. The first thing is now our thumper has changed. Without any ethanol in there, our boiling point is moved. So instead of being, you know, 201 like it was before, now we're up at 212. Also, because we don't have that ethanol in there, we have to charge a ton of ethanol into the thumper in order to get it to start doing its job of releasing alcohol. So same thing, we're going to be running our still at about 20% power. We're going to be moving the same amount of liquid. We're going to be doing 63 pounds of water, 60 pounds of ethanol into the thumper. Uh, still about 8,500 BTUs. But now, because we have to get that raw juice all the way up to 212, we need 6,300 BTUs in order to actually get that liquid all the way up to temperature. Now it's going to take about 45 minutes before that thumper really starts putting off good quality uh, vapor and liquid for us. 
So what that means is during that time, the ethanol content is going to increase and slowly the boiling point is going to come down. We keep dumping energy in there and eventually we're going to get to a point where our ethanol content is high enough, the temperature is high enough that we'll start kicking that vapor off. It'll be below 212, but not as much below it as you think. So for instance, with uh, running the thumper, like I said, about 45 minutes. From there, we're going to run it all the way up and we're going to get to about 202 degrees. We're going to be putting off 43% alcohol off of the thumper, but we will have changed the liquid in there to about 8% ABV. So we're actually decreasing what our final captured liquid is to start than it would have been if we just run it off the still, but we got a lot more flavor. Really what the trick comes down to is what is the goal? So when you charge your thumper with no alcohol, whether it's water or juice, the idea is you want to impact the flavor. Uh, and really... There's no difference between taking that same liquid, putting it into the charge in your still, and then adding an extra reflux step. I don't really like no alcohol charges. I don't think the amount of fruit juice flavor you pass over from the thumper uh, is really worth the way it retards your proof gain. You know, at 40% alcohol, you're still going to have to go distill it again. You're not going to stick it in a barrel at that point. Uh, I don't really think you've accomplished what you want to. And again, we're talking the very first liquid that comes off the still. After you go back and run, you know, your pot all the way down to 1% alcohol, your proof's going to drop over on the thumper as well. And really, you're going to end up that same 30% capture. Maybe on a second distillation, on a finishing distillation, when you don't have to run it again, you can add a little bit of bump in flavor. Generally speaking, I don't really like this method. Now, the other way to run a thumper is a high-proof charge. This is most commonly seen in rums, where we're charging uh, the doubler or the retort with the second hearts or the faints from a previous distillation. This helps with continuity of flavor. We are going to pass along more of that flavor. We're also going to get see a huge bump in the amount of alcohol that we get off the still. Percent alcohol, that is. So we start off, again, 10% alcohol. We only have 49% alcohol coming off the still. In most rum cases, we're going to charge that thumper with 51% alcohol, about 41% by weight. When we start boiling that thumper, we're going to see 82% alcohol coming off of there. And that means you're going to be capturing somewhere in that 70-75% for your total hertz run. This is how we get that nice high-proof rum that still has tons of good flavor for uh, making dark rum. Uh, this is how we're able to make sure we're getting all of the ethanol uh, out of our, our wash and getting really high efficiencies. Typically, rum stills uh, that are recycling second hearts faints, uh, we can get up to 97% efficiency where uh, a regular you know pot distilled spirit is going to run about 87 to 91%. And so it's recycling those faints uh, and then being able to really move all the alcohol through is what makes this work. The thing that happens is we're going to see a, a volume gain still. We're going to end up at about 58 gallons from that initial 50 due to all that influx of spirits before we've built enough heat in here to get the, the still up and run it. You need to make sure that you've got that additional volume ready and available in that thumper before we start doing this. So if you're running a 50-gallon charge, we need to make sure that we've got 60 gallons at a minimum. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to be pushing liquid through the thumper and right out your parrot. Then, obviously, you've accomplished nothing, although you're going to get some really high-proof booze at the very, very start of that. But do we need all that volume? I've been talking about 50 gallons because it makes my math really easy. And the answer is not really. So if we take that same 500-gallon still, 10% charge, keep that thumper with 51% second hearts, but now we're only going to use a 5-gallon charge. Again, trying to keep the math easy. Nothing really changes with how much energy is being let off from the still. 
We're still moving the same amount of water, same amount of ethanol. It's at the same temperature, carrying the same BTUs. But now that we're at a tenth of the volume, we only need 4,150 BTUs to get that thumper up and running. This time, it's going to take about three minutes to get that thumper boiling. We're not going to see any real change in terms of what happens to the thumper. We're still going to see about the same amount of growth of volume, again, about 20%. We're going to see the same proof increase in the thumper. Uh, Everything basically stays the same. It just happens faster. So why doesn't everybody just run really tiny thumpers? Well, again, to go back to the beginning, how that thumper works, what we're doing is we're trying to bubble this ethanol water vapor up through the thumper, cause that bubble to collapse, and give all of its energy into the wash in the thumper. Uh, That's what allows us to change the proof. That's what allows us to dump all the BTUs in there. If you don't do that, and that bubble makes it through your liquid, then it is basically going to pass mostly unchanged right out of the top of the thumper and out to your parrot. We no longer are forcing complete reflux. There, there's certainly benefits in there. You can, you know, get a half a stage of reflux. Uh, there's a lot of complicated math when you're not fully refluxing, and some of it is. For now, we're just going to skip it and say you want to fully reflux. So why can you fully reflux in five gallons? Actually, you can. Uh, the big thing that matters here is how fast is your vapor moving, how small are the bubbles that you produce when it comes into your thumper. And then how tall, how much height do you have in your thumper of liquid for that bubble to go through? So I did a whole bunch of modeling here. It's really terrible to go through, you know, and listen to, let alone say. So I'm just going to kind of skip it over. Uh, I assumed that we took your basic sawzall blade and just sawed little one-inch slits into the bottom of a two-inch line arm dropping into this thumper. So our normal bubble is going to be the diameter of a sawzall blade. We're going to get several hundred thousand bubbles coming out per minute and hopefully spread nice and evenly throughout that thumper. If that's the case, we need about one foot of height for those bubbles to completely collapse. Obviously, you know, we're not going to move all the heat and there's some other things around there, but one foot of height of liquid to get everything to completely collapse. That's not a whole lot. And most of you guys are doing that anyhow. You want to make sure you're not dumping a whole lot more volume in there because all it does is make your runs take longer and you're not really not getting any benefit from it. So for five gallons, we're looking at about a 10-inch diameter thumper, about a foot tall. And if you can get those nice, even distribution of bubbles, then you're pretty much ahead of it. Now, what if you like to run fast? Let's say we're dumping twice as much power into that thumper. Now what's going to start happening is, well, honestly, not a whole lot. Let's say we're dumping 170,000 BTUs an hour in now. So we're doubling the energy. Basically, what we have now is with this 50-gallon thumper, we're going to go back and use a bigger one because it helps, the, like I said, helps the math. We need 63,500 BTUs to get that thumper up to temperature. Well, now instead of 30 minutes, it's only going to take 20 minutes for you get, to get to temperature. But when it finally gets to temperature, instead of being at 58 gallons, now we're going to be up at 60. So basically, we've added 5% more total volume to our thumper required in terms of headspace just for that 20% more power. That basically carries all the way through. So if we were running at 100% power, we would dump about 25% more volume into it, or we'd be capturing eh, somewhere around the neighborhood of 65 gallons. Coming from 50 to 65, that's really not a big deal. And then if you drop it down to five gallons, we see that same growth to six and a half. Where it does matter though, is that bubble. So first of all, when we put more energy into our still, we're able to volatilize our chemicals at a faster rate. 
it's plus or minus linear. And so what we see is that in order to fit down that same two inch line arm, we are moving at five times the velocity when we go from 20% power to 100% power. We also end up in a situation where we're moving more energy into those bubbles. So we have to basically get more energy collapsed out of the bubble. We need five times the height when we run at five times the speed. So now instead of a one foot column that we need in our thumper, we need a five foot column in our thumper. So again, if we're running, you know, that 10 inch by 10 inch, now we're five feet tall. And then we're going to add another 20% on top of that. So we end up needing to be six feet tall by 10 inch by 10 inch at a bare minimum if we're going to run hard and fast. The more energy you dump into the thumper, the more problems it causes. Just like all the other distillations we do, really the best thing to do is low and slow and give those bubbles time to fully collapse out. That's going to give you the most benefit out of the thumper in terms of getting that additional stage of reflux, getting the most increase in proof. You're still going to bring along the same flavor. Now, if those bubbles are just blowing through your liquid, you can get a lot more carryover. This isn't actually reflux. This is physical lifting of whatever that liquid is in your thumper. Particularly with washes that have a higher protein content, we'll see lots of foaming, uh, and you can actually get your thumper to puke. Uh, if you're having a puking problem, first thing, do a protein rest on your mash. Get rid of that protein to begin with. But secondly, run a little bit slower and try to make sure we're not forcing liquid out of the thumper. Hopefully this was interesting for everybody. First show with the Boozeworks podcast. Let me know what you think. Visit us at boozeworks.com. Love to hear from you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Boozeworks podcast. If you have a topic or question you'd like us to focus on for a future podcast, send us an email to podcast at boozeworks.com. Happy crafting and cheers. Cheers.